so fine, you're so fine, you love my money, hey, Mickey. You know what's funny is now I'm stuck between, because that used to be from, what movie was that? Was bring it, it Bring It On? Yeah, but now I, I want to do the, um, like, oh, Mickey, you're so fine, and you're mine, from Pitch Perfect. Oh, I know. I had till the end of time, but you made me. That when they're in the pool. No, okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I believe you. <laughs> I validate you. I only ever. I've only ever seen it once. I have too, but I liked that scene, so I know the music from oh, that well, scene. You also have a ungodly memory. <laughs> Jesus Christ, see it once. I don't learn forget the whole thing. shit. <laughs> That's why I hold grudges forever. <laughs> I'm still mad at my best friend from sixth grade, Sam, who took the guy I wanted to take to homecoming. I'll never forget it. Can't remember her last name, but I remember I'm mad about it. Sixth grade? Sixth grade. Homecoming. Sixth like, grade? Um, no, it wouldn't have been homecoming. It would have been like a... Like a sixth grade dance? Yes. It would have been a sixth grade dance, and she fucking didn't even tell me she was going to ask him. I was, and so I ended our friendship. I was thinking about, like, because, you know, we're going to end up doing a, a, a friendship episode mm-hmm. in the future mm-hmm. um, about, like, boys. And I was saying, like, never let a boy come between you and a friend. And I remember in middle school, my best friend Ashley and I, remember the, the black balloon guy who I, like, told you about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, like, fighting over him. He literally oh. had his pick of the litter. But the, and I mean, we both, like, we stopped fighting. We're like, whoever gets him will be happy for. And then he picked me. So you were baby bachelorette. fucking pissed. It was. <laughs> so you lived out, like, a child version of the bachelor. In seventh grade. Yes. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking oh. of which, do you watch Love is Blind? Yes. Did you watch the reunion? Yeah, I'm, like, halfway through. But also, like, the reunions, I'm always like, eh. Okay, but Jessica giving her dog <gasps> wine pissed me off. She's also terrible she's I'm, the I really, worst i feel really bad for her because i don't maybe she's an okay person she's no. getting a lot of hate yes and she should <laughs> so have you seen the meme where it's like good night to everyone except for jessica from love is yes. blind <laughs> um, and then so there was an article saying that some of them knew each other prior like oh. but it wasn't any of them because well, like well, atlanta they were yeah, all atlanta, in atlanta but um they they knew each other prior but like they um the ones that like weren't seen that ended up oh, like, getting cut. Okay, okay. Some of them knew each other, and like there was like a, two dudes who were like best friends and doing this together. Oh, and so, but we so, like, never all these different storylines they could have taken. Correct. Did you see someone posted? It was like, why the fuck is Jessica doing this creepy ass sexy baby voice for the men? Have you seen this? Hey, Barnett. Well, it and it starts like her um, confessions. She'll talk totally like this. Oh, she's normal, so normal. Blah, blah, blah. And then she'll be like, I love this so much. It's my favorite thing to look at the beach. And you're like, what are you fucking doing? Anyways. Um, sorry. But what was I going to say about that uh, article? Oh, the Mark, her like yeah. fiance, was in um, a magazine. God, what magazine was it? Uh, some some magazine. But he was rated in like the top 100 like sexiest man of Atlanta. Oh, And she fucking blew it. And he was so nice. Although the only thing I will say is I was like, he was very young. Yes. Which I could see that. But also, maybe I, my thing is I was like, I would have gone on that show and someone would have been like, you're my everything. I love you so much. And I would have been like, don't touch me. I don't know you. Like, I, know I you. would immediately have all the red Stranger flags. Stranger danger. Yeah, I'd be like, you don't know me. You don't know me, but I love Lauren and Cameron. I love them so much. Also, have you seen all the pictures that have come out recently? He got a personal stylist and he looks fucking amazing now the clothes he's wearing to all these press events thank god i know he, now he looks i mean he was always a very handsome yes, man but yes. he looked like a man that didn't really know how to dress himself which is fine that's like 99 percent of men yeah now someone's dressing him 
And he pro- he just she's looks- probably dressing him because oh, she was always sure. banging. She's probably she's dressing banging. him. Who am I kidding? Oh, my God. She's fucking banging. I love I'll say them. It. She's hot. She is hot. She's hot. She's so All the hot rest of those so girls sweet. are like, mm-mm. mm-mm. Can't even come close. I liked Kelly. And then I, I was liked like, Kelly too. But then I was like, like, you're fucking it up. Right. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? But then I. Like, like both your families were on board. Oh, my God. We should oh. do it. We should do just episode. A mini episode of Love this. is Blind. It's like, we can cut all this. Long story short, <laughs> five minutes later, we're just talking about Love is Blind. So go watch it. Spoilers. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can go first. Hi. Hi. Oh, shit. I'm T-Boyage. I'm Brooke Couples. We're terrible at introducing ourselves. Shit. Okay. This <laughs> is a mini episode where we read your letters that you send to us. Correct. And we learn shit that we didn't know. Correct. About people we didn't know and about people we do know. Correct. This is when we it just so happens about two people we don't know. So we're very pumped. We're pumped to get to know you. Pumped, pumped. Um, okay, I'll start. Great. This is from Lauren. Hi, Brooke and T. I Hi. love the podcast. Hi. I love the podcast so much. You guys are seriously the best, and I really look forward to listening to you every week. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I will. Uh, you know how some people are like, blah, 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 good podcast. But they, Karen and Georgia do that now in My Favorite Murder. Because clearly yeah. they've been doing this for four years. Forever. But like. I like hearing that I people do like too. us. It makes me happy because <laughs> it does just feel like you I like just come me. to your house and talk to you for an hour and a half and then which I leave. Which is fun. Which is so much fun. But then it comes out and every week I kind of have a mini panic attack where I'm like, fuck, what did I say? What did I do? Oh my God. <laughs> I, I hope I'm not. Them. Right. I'm like, I hope I didn't say anything terrible. Uh, and you guys are all nice. And we just push it into the void and then it yeah. comes back. And we, when people are like, we really like it. Like you're doing really good work. I'm just like, like thank, thank God. Thank you. Thank oh, you so thank much. God. Jesus. Oh. We're not doing shit-ass work. So thank you. Thanks, guys. We, we, we like you, too. I'm a few weeks late to the college theme, but I'm graduating in a couple months. Hey. hey And I thought I'd write a letter to myself before starting college. Honestly, it's been a fucking ride. She needs all the help she can get. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my letter, letter to my little 18-year-old pre-college self. Dear me. So you are about, about to embark on this mystical four-year journey of college. If your unhealthy high school television obsession has taught you anything, then you think you should be preparing for four years of alcohol poisoning, one-night stands, all-nighters, and a deep, transformative self-discovery. Well, it turns out, as per usual, television is a liar. Instead of preparing your liver for what you to believe, believe to be inevitable permanent damage, here are some things <laughs> you should know to survive the next four years. Yeah, like you don't have to drink as much as no. they show you in Greek. What was the TV show Greek? Yeah, I do. I love that show. Do you? What was your drink of choice? And like your first, like your first, like four mm. parties. What was your drink of choice? Rum and Coke. Oh, okay. You're fucking classy. You know what <laughs> mine was? Arbor Mist. I don't even a know what that is. A full ass bottle of Arbor Mist. It's like it's like a wine cooler, but looks like it's in a <laughs> bottle of wine, and it tastes like shit. Like it's like fruity shit. And oh my god, I just re- I'm I'm having a flashback to walking into Tri Towers and then oh. just vomiting. Ew. Arbor Mist. Ew. Everywhere. If you want, it does get classier for me when I joined, nope, well, when I was in my sorority, we used to, there was a group of like eight of us that used to go party and we would pregame, we'd all go get an $8 bottle of Andre champagne each. Oh. And we would pregame with a full bottle of champagne. I would literally we, die. I we, can't do champagne. Yeah. It's, it wasn't good. I don't know why we did that. Because you're fancy. Why not just do a couple shots? I'm not, we're, do nothing. Don't drink. <laughs> Stay home. Nothing good comes from that. A whole bottle of champagne. Cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, follow your interests and ignore everyone else's. Guess what? Those wild life-changing college parties you expected, 
You hate them yeah. with a passion. You're an introvert who prefers small gathering, quieter venues, and a good night's sleep. This doesn't make you weird, a loser, or broken. And if anyone tries to make you feel that way, get those bitches out of your life quick. Yeah. I feel that in my core. Number two, go to sleep at a reasonable hour. Even though you give up on partying a few months into college, you still have trouble actually getting yourself to bed at a good hour and the sleep deprivation constantly feeds your anxiety and depression. You know what I found about getting to bed at a reasonable hour? Now, when I first started this job and moved here, I would go to bed at like 3 a.m. and I'd sleep in until like right, cause noon. Because why not? You don't have to go to work till later. Right. Um, but now that Michael wakes me up with coffee and he's really cute and then I have to do messy stuff. Um, I wake up at about seven every day, mm-hmm. which like my mom is probably being like, what? <laughs> um, but now I like last night at like nine, at 9 p.m. I looked at Michael and I go, why am I so tired? And he's like, it's because you're waking up earlier. Yeah. So just force your body to honestly like wake up at 4 a.m. Yes. And then like that will start a good like habit of it does. Going to You'll bed be early so tired. And then cu- and then waking up and put your fucking point. phone down. That's the one that gets me. If yeah. I'm like in bed, I'm like, let me just see what's going on on Reddit. But oh, I don't it. even do that. I just pit, play phase 10. <laughs> I'm obsessed. That's fair. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> like some brain stimulation before bed. I'm obsessed bed. With, bra- with phase 10. I don't 10. even know what it is. <gasps> oh, man. I'll introduce you. You'll oh, love it. boy. It's just a card game. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's a card game. <laughs> I play with computers. Oh. Seriously, just put your phone away. Whoa. Hey. Nothing interesting is happening on Instagram at 2 a.m. And a good night's sleep will make waiting for that, waking up for that 8.30 a.m. lecture a whole lot easier. Also, you're ballsy to take an 8.30 a.m. lecture. Oof. Oof. On that note, go to class. Like, seriously, just fucking go to class. It's not that hard. A lot of money is going into your education. And what's the point if you're not even going to show up? Classes can actually be really interesting and fun if you just pull yourself out of bed and off your phone and engage yourself for just 90 minutes that's a good point yeah like at the end of the day it's 90 minutes tops it's fucking focus minutes. there's um like a, a story that I always think whenever I think like I'm never gonna get through this or like I need to get through this moment yeah um I was being bougie and skiing in last new year's with uh my group of friends and Michael led us down a mountain with moguls you know what moguls are right they're the big bumpy things okay see I do, do you want to know what I thought I thought that Never mind. Nope. Tell me. I knew that they weren't this, but in my mind you said moguls, and I immediately kind of envisioned like the little troll people from Frozen because it sounds to me like the name of what a, like a little mythical creature would be. Explain my face right now. It's a very confused face and very judgmental, but I also didn't grow up skiing, so to me moguls sound like a fake little fairy. <laughs> okay. But continue. Um. So it's a bump. Yes. Maybe it's a little person under that bump. Yeah, and so... It is, it's a little bump, and it's the one um, where the skier is going down these moguls. Here, I'll show you a picture. Then we'll just, like, cut this, like, whole, like, picture thing out. It's these guys that, like, they have to go through. And they're hard. Okay. They are hard. They're physically exhausting. And he let us down that on accident. And I, like, hadn't been skiing in a long time. Mm -hmm. So I used to do them as a kid and just go, yeah you're like ding you're like (laughs) my knees will just come back to normal and i'm very close to the ground because i'm very small right and like so i was like okay this is gonna be fine and literally every mogul i would fall and my skis would fall off (laughs) every single mogul and like i was like to the point of tears and like shaking like oh my god i'm never gonna get through this and then i thought like i'm going in about 15 minutes 
I'm going to get through this. Yeah. And then I'm going to look back and laugh on it. Yes. So like every time I have to do something I don't want to do or like I am nervous or I like I'm just like I can't imagine being out of this moment in my life. I mm-hmm. think about the moguls and how it literally took you know it took about a half hour to get down like a, just ride the moguls to ride the moguls and then i sat and laughed about it just be you're saying ride the moguls right just ride those moguls man saying, i'm truly envisioning riding on a mythical person's back <laughs> <laughs> if somebody's an artist please draw please that. draw that because i can't unsee it now <laughs> and it's uh, so good uh, that's so funny ride the mo- ride those moguls <laughs> so yeah just right you're in a 90 minute class it's like you're just, gonna get through it yeah Focused and it'll probably be interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Plus I did read something that it was like, if you truly pay attention to what the professor is saying, you do not even need to take notes. Really? Like if you sit and truly absorb it. And I tried that a few times. I would just hit voice record. Yeah. yeah, I had a voice record. And I would truly focus. And then at the end I'd write down topics like the top 10 points. Okay. And then later on I would cross reference with my recording and see like what I missed. You're so smart. College kids listen to this woman. My first college was a nightmare and I had no choice. A nightmare academically. It was a fantastic college, but it was like whiplash. Number four, you're allowed to like yourself. You unfortunately spend the greater part of your four years feeling unworthy of every grade, accomplishment, and friendship and feeling as if pride over these achievements would be selfish. But spoiler alert, there's nothing selfish about liking yourself. You deserve to be proud of all the badass shit you accomplish over your college career. And for the rest of your life, Lauren... I mean, you know this now. Be, you're allowed to be proud of yourself. We all yeah. are. <laughs> Hell yeah, you are. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you're allowed to say I did good. I did great. You did great. Number five. It's going to be over before you know it. When you end up spending three years living in a house with roommates slash former best friends who exclude you, bully you, and overall make you feel like shit, it's going to feel never ending. Get, but get past those moguls. Get Ride those moguls. Ride those moguls. But in the end, you survive. Well, I still have 35 days left, but I'm pretty sure you survive. (laughs) And you come out stronger for it. Before you know it, you've gone from a scared little 18-year-old to a slightly less scared, significantly more confident, almost 22-year-old with a whole bright, exciting future in store. Well, baby Lauren, college might not be those, quote, best four years of your life that you were hoping for. In fact, it's a complete fucking roller coaster. And yes, you may be terrified of heights and absolutely hate roller coasters, but you make it through and you learn a whole lot. Good luck out there, girl. And seriously, just fucking go to class. <laughs> Love me. Yay, that was Aww, great. That was great. And you're right, it will end. Everything ends. Everything comes to an end at some point. Every single thing. It reminds me of like every single person's senior quote, the every new <laughs> beginning some co- comes from some other beginning's end. <laughs> we didn't do senior quotes. No. I feel like maybe we did. Do you and I probably chose like a Sondheim quote, if I'm going to be honest. You're cool. I I'm going to have to look can it I, up. Can I tell you something that's mm-hmm. going to make your face? And I would love to explain your face. I did not know who Stephen Sondheim was until I was at co- in college. T has a tiny little mouth right now. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> because you know now. I know now. And I love I th- him. I think about that all the time where I'm like, I was talking to Erica Henningsen about Flying Over Sunset. And I texted her after the video came out. And I was like, I'm so proud of you. And. Um, taking this leap, I said, what a beautiful piece of art you're creating. And she was nervous, obviously, you know, to leave a, a show like Mean Girls to a much smaller show in a, in a much smaller role. And uh, I just told her, I'm like, no, 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 you you might be like introducing a new kid to the equivalent of Sunday in the Park with George that only ever heard like Heathers. 
shit. Which there's okay. nothing wrong with Heathers or no, Legally right. Blonde or anything like that. Like you love Legally Blonde. I love Legally Blonde. Right. I love Heathers. But it's a different type of musical. And I was like, you might be introducing a whole new generation to like weird musicals. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. My senior quotes were, the show must go on. <laughs> and. Boo. Um, it was a wicked quote from Defying Gravity. God, I'm like trying to it's remember okay. which one it was. There's so many good quotes in Defying Gravity. I had Gravity. in my bedroom, my family called it the wicked wall. Yeah. Oh, is everyone deserves a chance to fly. There you go. Yeah. Where I used to, because in Chicago, I could go see it whenever because it was there for a couple years. Yeah. So I would like take the train, enter the ladder. I saw it probably 20 times. I've only seen it once. And every time I audition for it, I, I just want to cry and be like, Please, you don't know how much this would mean to me. Can we go into the lottery here? Yes, we can. Okay, great. Because I need, I need it's to see it. Amazing, but the whole wall was like pictures I printed out from the internet. Yeah. And would cut out and like song lyrics, and my we put like green wrapping paper, and I would just add oh, to. I mean, God. it was a lot, and I I'm so sad I don't have a picture of it. But my family will know about the wicked wall. The wicked wall. All right, who are you reading? Um, Mickey or Michaela, but she says uh, Mickey in uh, Mickey. Her, uh, thing uh so she's from new jersey hey and this is another college letter hey uh, this worked out well yeah hi brook and t hi hi first off love your podcast thank you i've been following t since the broadway community was buzzing about her crazy debut in a track she didn't cover in mean girls hey girl I'm loving getting to know more about you, T, through this <laughs> podcast, as well as meeting Brooke. <laughs> I'm a huge, lifelong Disney fan, so hearing your insider info about Disney World was so cool. Thanks. Aww. Thanks so much. I love that intro. So far, I've resonated most with your college episode because college was probably the most formative time for me in my life. I went to Rowan University in New Jersey and was a writing major. Like you, I have some advice for my baby 18-year-old self. Baby. Here goes nothing. A writing major. Wow. Writing wow. us a letter. I feel like I feel you're very about to blessed. show us up. You have a degree in this. You're, you're an adult in this. All right, Mickey. The stakes are high. All right, Mickey. Oh, Mickey, the stakes are high. You wrote a letter. I'm really bad at improv. Uh, improv. <laughs> you tried your best. I tried. <laughs> Dear me. <laughs> Dear me. Today is going to be a good day, and here's why. Sorry, you don't get that reference, but y- yeah, but you will. <laughs> You're about to go to college and you are so ready. You never 100% felt comfortable in high school and you're ready to go out and find your people. Before you jet off without looking back, here are five things I wish I knew before going to college. Number one, you don't know everything and that's okay. Mm. This might sound like a big fat duh, but truly you think you have it all figured out. You don't. Over the next few years, you're going to learn a lot about how much you don't know. You're going to learn to become comfortable with that. It's hard. It's really hard. But just know now that no matter how much research you do on the internet, there are some questions that will just remain unanswered. I love that. Yeah. There's only so much Wikipedia can tell you, Mickey. What do we do before Wikipedia? I honestly need to donate like five bucks to Wikipedia. Every time I get annoyed. Every time I get annoyed like, that I'm patient, but like that's a I lot of I use it 150 free. times yeah. a day. I need to donate. <laughs> Everyone go donate to Wikipedia right, right meow. Right meow. Number two, likewise, no one has their shit together 100%. Truly, this is both terrifying and freeing. It allows you to stop comparing yourself to other people as much as blah. It allows you to stop comparing yourself to other people as much, but it also means no one has all the answers. 
It means most people in your life will disappoint you at one point or another. That's part of being human. You will survive it and learn from it. Mm. Yeah, nobody's got their shit together. We're no. all faking it. No. It gen- like I'm giving you all I mean, I've said this before, it's like Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, everyone is lying to you. No one knows what we're doing. Yeah. And we're all trying to figure it out. Yeah. Shit. Shit. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. A boy is not the answer. Ding 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 ding. You suffer from what I like to call happily ever after syndrome. <laughs> You and me both, Mickey. <laughs> you grew up with Disney princess movies that ended up with a happy, straight couple dancing into forever, ever, forever after. You get this idea that you need a relationship to be happy. You don't. For- fortunately, you spend most of college single, but you spend way too much of that time focused on boys. Boys you like. Boys who broke your heart. Boys that are totally wrong for you. Your energy is better spent elsewhere, on schoolwork, and with your girlfriends yeah love will come when it comes and i will say try not to be too hard on yourself because part of the college experience is not just academic it's learning how to become a fully fledged adult and part of that is oh that is boys is or 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 relationships in general general. like feeling attraction for people and going through heartbreak and all that so try to be too hard on yourself but yes girl but i totally understand that focus on your schoolwork (laughs) yeah same number four Becoming a resident assistant is one of the best decisions you will ever make. You don't want to do it now, and you only apply because you really need the housing compensation, but you end Ooh. up learning a lot and making some of your best friends. Even when it's really hard and you feel like you haven't slept in weeks, it's worth it. Mm. I was going to be an RA before I transferred. Oh, really? I had gotten accepted. I went through training, then I transferred schools. You're like, bye. I was like, I got to go. Yeah. I never even thought about it. I was mm-hmm. like, why well, I, I need the money. Yeah, that's true. Um, I like didn't know my RAs and that's because like every time we were hanging out at the dorm, it was very quick. And then we would go to, you know, the music and speech center. Mm -hmm. We would go to rehearsal. We'd go to the lighting lab, do whatever theater library. It's, and I remember my RA once told my freshman roommate, Brittany uh, Price and I were like, Mm. she was like, you guys are never here for our meetings. This is mm. unacceptable. And I was like, we're musical theater majors. Like, we are not going to be here. <laughs> we're not gonna be you're, here. you're never going to see me. And also, we're never going to break the rules. And if we do, it's not going to be here. It's, uh, we might be playing our music too loud. Right. Like, and it's someone might be musicals. like, stop singing on my own in the shower. <laughs> I got yelled at for that. Really? Yeah. Someone was like, people are trying to nap. And I was like, it's noon. Get the fuck up. You're also like, and now, I'm on Broadway now. Yeah, now I'm on Broadway. So you're you welcome. Free show. You're welcome. Free show. Number five, (laughs) learn how to manage your time. Yes, Mm. that may mean less Netflix. (gasps) Less Netflix. Never. Never. My heart, I simply can't. I simply cannot. But I get it. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) When you got shit to do, don't sit and watch Netflix. That's literally me who wrote her letter today. No, I didn't. I wrote it last night. But (laughs) it's because I was watching Netflix. I got through college just fine oh nope i'm gonna do that again i got through college just fine but would have saved myself a lot of stress if i didn't procrastinate so much do yourself a favor and skip the end of the semester anxiety spiral instead make a schedule for yourself at the beginning of the semester and allow for time to work on schoolwork and time for breaks you do well with structure so create it for yourself when you can that's super smart that's so smart there's so many kids 
nowadays that like we know personally that mm-hmm. are so good at time management oh yeah with their homework with yeah. everything and I'm like fuck I would always keep everything the last fucking mm-hmm. second I mean think about how much easier college would have been if one hour a day you just spent going over things you had learned in class that day organizing your stuff just the one hour yeah you would be like it would be so much easier so much easier overall I'm proud of you I'm proud of who you are now and who you become. There's so much ahead of you and I can't prepare you for, but know that you are strong enough and you have good people in your life to support you. Love me. Oh, that was great. I loved these little college themed ones. Yeah, it was really nice. I And I say, I remember I was thinking back to like our first episode, I think it was, and I was like, now I'm ready to go to school. Right. But like, and I think about like, what if I did go back to school? Because I would mm-hmm. be a lot better now. I was like, I don't know what I want to do though with my life. That's the thing. I have no idea. I think that I all the time. Like, should I go back to school? Like, for, for what? What? what would I go back to? Probably for an MFA in acting. But like, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Um, I would not go for acting. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, I'd want to like be able to teach at a college probably. That's correct. That's, yeah. I, that's what I would want to do if I ended up doing that whole acting thing. But, um. But yeah. we'd be so better prepared this time. Oh, my God. But again, I think that... Everyone would be better prepared the second time. But around. I do think part of... Co- I think a good portion of college is that growing up period. It's beyond the academics. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thanks, guys. If Have, you oh, yeah, go want to write any letters, send them to us. DearMeLovedMePodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. And... um Wash your hands. I'm going to say Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Stop touching your face. I said this last week. You're still touching your face. It's been a week. I told you one week ago to stop stop touching your face. And also, it's just bad for your skin. It is bad for your skin. Even if you're not afraid of the coronavirus. Um, Bad for your skin. When I first moved here, my face, do you remember? It Mm -hmm. like cystic Mm -hmm. everywhere. And it was because I was touching the pole on the subway and then touching my goddamn face. I I want to bring back gloves. Like sexy, like nineteen fifties elbow up gloves, elbow. with like my leggings and workout yeah, tops. Gonna, <laughs> what are you gonna wear with those gloves? <laughs> you gonna, gonna wear amazing? Top. Oh man! All right, we love you guys. We love you. Bye. See ya.